the top of the Poconos, it's the Balcony Show with your hosts Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, the Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Balcony Show. And here in studio with the Mad Cat and Bo. Hi, peeps. Hello. Hi, peeps. 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 Happy belated Easter. Peeps. See? Do you eat them things? I don't I like peeps. To. I used to. I, I, I don't now. like grainy. Nah. Something that's sandy. Like, uh, the texture bothered me. Yeah. They were right there with candy corn. Throw them right in the freaking trash. Oh, candy corn. throw them in the trash. So disgusting. Never like yeah, those. No, never like them either. You know, and then when you're a kid, everything's on your face. Well, when you're a kid, everything's on my face anyways. When I, if I don't like oh, something or, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I, sorry. I, I have one of those faces that if I don't like what's going on or, yeah, no, it, I can't hide it. I, it. I'm always in trouble for what I'm looking what's at. What's on your or, face? Yeah, the face. Tell I'm, us a little more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jolly. Why are you hitting All right. me? <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're going to start things off with our wonderful segment. Hit it, Dave! Useless facts. Facts that are freaking useless. Useless. Useless facts. We have useless fact number one. Slinkies are 82 feet long. Did you know that? I did not know that. Did you? I had no idea that a slinky That's, was 82 feet. It walks feet. downstairs, a loner in pairs, making a slinkity sound. It's 82 Look feet long. You. It doesn't pack a bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think that's. I think some words were changed there. Oh, it's a new but song. I yeah, it's going to be a number one hit. Yeah. Uh, I never knew that. That's, <laughs> that's pretty insane. Eight. That's a lot of metal. That's a lot of metal. It yeah. is a lot of metal. But of course, you know what I mean. Let's give kid. And we did. did I love okay, my slinkies. Did you run up the top of the stairs? Yes. And what? How many? I mean, like all the time. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. Loved and when it, it got it tangled great. up, it's like, eh, I need a slinky. It's done. And you need another one. Yep. I like the sound. Oh, yeah. The... When I used to do the... that like like milking uh, a cow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. People can't that's see a... my hands. I'm like, I'm making the utter motion. And our other esteemed colleague Donna was doing the same thing. Things are getting a little warm in here. This is such a weird place, folks. I can't even begin to tell Don't you. Don't be rubbing up the mad cat, you Donna guys. knew what I was doing. She joined right in. All right. All right. Useless fact number two. Your fingernails grow faster on your dominant hand. I didn't know that. Hmm. I did not know that. I always thought they kind of grew the same. I mean, I'm right-hand dominant. You know, I, I don't know. So I guess you got to clip them more often. I never took notice. Or not? I never noticed. See, this, what are you doing? This is the thing. I don't sleep now as it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I'm going to be like laying there. I'm going to be nodding off. And I'm going to be like, are my fingernails growing on my right hand? <laughs> well, but what if they did? No. Yeah. <laughs> is that a problem? I, but I mean, does your dominant right toe 
do your toe nails on your dominant side grow faster too? Mm. Ooh. Mm. I'm gonna here. All right, not these aren't useless nine. facts. That's a troubling fact. <laughs> Here's a troubling fact. I broke my ankle ten years ago. Bad micro tears, everything. I was put on a steroid, and my big toe grew a couple hairs. I kid you not. I was off the steroids. <laughs> my ankle healed. I was like non weight bearing for three months. It was like a serious break, and no more. Like all gone. Like what the heck? What is? What's in steroids? Why did you go off your medication? Well, my, my big toe was growing a freaking. Beard. It was getting hairy. Yeah. But just the one toe <laughs> on the hairy. broken, <laughs> broken ankle foot. Is that weird? <laughs> like really? Can and I, there's like what is it about people too? When you hear something like that, <laughs> the first thing that I think is. Ooh, I want to see that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if it's well, like thank, weird thank or oddity, like the Mummers Museum. Oh yeah, I've always to, wanted the to Mother go there. Museum. I'm sorry, yeah. the, in Philadelphia, if you've never been there, it's fun to go and take a look because they have like all these odd things or abnormal, yeah. you know, stuff. I've always wanted to go there. It's pretty cool. It's smaller than I thought, but um, yeah, really interesting. All right, balcony show road trip. Weird stuff. Just don't yeah. open the one drawer in one of the cases because it doesn't close. So I walked away when I called somebody <laughs> over. I called somebody over and said, hey, come here. You got to look at this because it was stuck and I couldn't push it back in. <laughs> Why are you and opening drawers to, in a museum? Well, because you're supposed to. There was stuff oh. in it. But I didn't realize that it wouldn't push back in. So I opened it and I was like, oh, shit, it won't close. Oh, whoops. Oops. Probably something oh, they damn, do just to give people close. a heart attack. So I called my friend over. I'm like, oh, you got to see this. And when she was looking at it, like, I took off. <laughs> She's like, wow, what a bunch oh of. Oh, my God, I can't yeah, get yeah. the don't, so many oddities on don't so many Don't let touch anything <laughs> when you're out on a day trip. Because yeah. if it's broken, she's going to hang you on it. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Useless fact number three. Golf balls tend to have 336 dimples. I feel like this is a fact that I once knew that I have forgotten. 336 <laughs> dimples. Yes. What? That's, so if you're out that's golfing, a there's a good a excuse. Ball. You know what I mean? You can like if you miss that shot, say, "Oh, that ball, that ball, you know, was a few dimples short." I, yeah. I swear it was 332. <laughs> so, so that's why my, my that's why I'm always slicing into the freaking woods. Because you're lacking dimples. I am. All right, saying, we right. need to have a golf. I've never gone golfing. Oh, me either. A couple I've, bottles I'm, of wine and a day of golfing. I'm yes. down. All right, and I'm not. You can't get all crazy on me and be serious. I want to no, like, I, I want to drive good. the cart, and I want to laugh. Oh, I just want to drive the cart. Say, yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> see now, you know I'm scared. All right, let's see. You know what? <sighs> <laughs> well, they'll know. Like for the a hot crew laughing their buns off. <laughs> yeah. out of the middle no, of that's about to show. For a hot second, today. I was excited about getting my golf clubs out of storage, and at the moment you two started talking about who's driving the cart, I'm like, yeah. No. All right, useless fact number four. The average American spends about two and a half days a year looking for lost items. I, I think this is more. Yeah, I, I've spent more than I two think and a so. half days. And the older I get, I think the more days get ahead. Uh, How many people have went to look for something, walked into a room, 
something happened and you walk back out oh, and yeah, you don't remember why you went in the room in the first place? Oh, that's happening more often than not. Scary. Mm. Shh, don't tell mm. anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Useless fact number five. Dolphins give each other names. Isn't that cute? That's super cute. So out there somewhere, there's a mad cat dolphin. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what a dolphin said? <laughs> I think with my laryngitis from my allergies, you know, I could like probably do like. <laughs> I just can't right now. I just can't. <laughs> That's my dolphin. There's mine. <laughs> Can we hear your dolphin song there, Mad Cat? Not even a little bit. <laughs> Come on, Mad Cat, do it. I can't even try. Do it. Try. Come on, you gotta Come on. try. I'm a baritone. Do you know any baritone dolphins? Yeah. No. Oh, you know a baritone <laughs> she, dolphin. She would know a baritone. Yeah. <laughs> she would. Come on. Bob. <laughs> I know a baritone dolphin. His name is Bob. Come on, Matt. Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. See, we got it. No, yeah. I want the hot. Come on, do it. Be a sport. Play the game. I just did. She did. What the did. heck was that? She <laughs> See, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Mad Cat leaves another woman unsatisfied. You're welcome. <laughs> 15,697 oh, days straight, I have displeased them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you have it, useless facts. And I got to tell you, I'm very excited about today's show. We have a jam-packed show today. We have the band, the Southern Gothic, but we are, we have its debut central here today. Be, not debut, for, what First is time. it, new song? Yeah. I have three brand new singles. Okay. By three of former artists on the show. That would be so, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, they're no debut because they're that that would be yeah. Their first. I mean, they're out and everything, but you know what? That's pretty exciting that we actually are supporting and these artists are still creating. So good for them. Yeah. Yep. Looking uh, forward to it. So fantastic. So let's get things started with the first song and. This just came out from Adam Warner. You're going to want to... You remember Adam Warner? Oh, here we go. Matt <laughs> uh, no, can't remember. No disrespect to you, Adam. But they make me sick, bro. These oh ladies in this room make me sick. Oh, come on. It's you the know? voice. We love they his swoon. voice. We love oh, yeah. his voice. Oh, yeah. Swoon. Yeah, we're swooning you know, over his hair voice. down to the back. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's eye candy. Yeah. Eye candy uh, with guy. an incredible voice. So that's yeah. an we're looking forward to Adam's new song. But anyways, uh, his the name <laughs> Donna, of Donna you will like <laughs> the the name of his new single is "Can't Hide Country" by Adam Warner. Take a listen, and we'll be right back. Spray paint, welcome sign Population 609 Another one down to the guitar town 300 horses carried me out well, That bluegrass turned to blacktop fast Skyline went from heels to glass From 
one low seat to the neon dream Might have changed a little, but that don't change a thing You can let your head fly like a hippie child But you can't cover up that wild side Suit yourself up in that city style You can try, but you can't hide country Trade your rust for a Cadillac You hear me? I just can't kick I picked them up out in the sticks You can let your head fly like a hippie child But you can't cover up that wild side Suit yourself up in that city style You can try but you can't hide country Trade your rust red for a Cadillac Your hillbilly roots for a show right now we have the song villain by tonight's interview the southern gothic so sit down give it a listen and when you come back we're gonna have connor christian on the line so here we go you know we're over baby why can't you let it go Keep starting over and it's really starting to take its toll I want to see you smiling Even if it ain't with me Don't want to be the bad guy But maybe that's what I gotta be Try to be your hero Try to be your superman Honey, if I can't love you Then maybe there's someone else If it takes me losing just so you can end up winning If you need someone to take the blame Girl, I'll be your villain I'll be your villain Love ain't a railroad track 
I'm trying to tie you down But how can we start moving on If you keep stopping by my house Wish we were like a movie With a happy end But this is real life, baby And we ain't getting it back again Trying to be your hero, trying to be your Superman Honey, if I can't love you, then maybe there's someone else that can If it takes me losing just so you can end up winning If you need someone to take the blame show and we are very excited because we have Connor from the Southern Gothic on the line and welcome to the show Connor hey hey how's everybody doing and you're here to talk about your your brand new album Burning Moonlight which yeah. is fantastic thank you so much I'm really proud of that record we, uh, we've been waiting a long time to get that out there so we just heard the song Villain can you tell us about Villain a little bit? Yeah, you know, um, it's uh, you know that that song came from. I was driving in to uh, you know to my writing session one day with uh, Quinn, who's who's our bass player and uh, another uh, Nashville writer here named Trafton Harvey. And so I'm, I'm driving in, and uh, that song um, "Wish That I Was" by Marin Morris came on. You know, whatever it was on the the iPod or Spotify, whatever I was listening to, it popped up, and uh, it got me really thinking a lot about you know the chorus of that song is I'm not the hero of the story, you know, and it got me thinking about you know no matter you know who you are in the story, you know to somebody else you're most likely the bad guy, and uh, sometimes maybe it's easier to just be the bad guy and sort of take the hit 
so that you can move on. And, and that's what that song is, uh, is really about is, you know, if somebody's got to be the bad guy for us to, us to, you know, finally split up, like we, you know, like we know we both, we both know we need to, um, you know, somebody's got to be the bad guy. I'll do it so that we can, you know, get on with our lives. Yeah, I got to say, I really appreciated it about the song. I was just like, I love lyrical content, and it, and those lyrics really struck because, for me, I mean, I've done that a few times. You know, I've just gone ahead and just taken on the villain role just so that way it can end, and then they can go off and do their thing, and everybody can just go be happy about what they're doing. Right, yeah, because, you know, it's, a, it's, it's the ripping the Band-Aid off thing. It's like, you know, all right, somebody's got to be the bad guy for a while, and then, you know... In six months, everybody's going to forget who was the bad guy. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, who are they with now? You know, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to do at the, in the moment. But, uh, you know, when, when you look back at it with a little, you know, perspective, it's, it's uh, you know, probably the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you come up with the band name, The Southern Gothic? Um, so uh, we used to have a different name. Uh, and... Um, we uh, got a cease and desist letter from the from the other band, um, and so we're like, oh, well, we have to we have to change our name. Um, and uh, we had just just finished a record. Uh, the record was called A Southern Gothic. Um, you know, in college, uh, I really you know took a lot of lit classes. I really loved you know Southern Gothic literature, everything from you know Tennessee Williams and and right. like that. Yeah, uh, of course, like. To, to kill a mockingbird and like darker stuff like uh um midnight in the garden of good and evil you know any flannery o'connor that kind of stuff and and uh, so that was sort of my you know literary niche in college and uh you know i wrote an album and that was probably 2006 or something like that um you know that was sort of uh you know stories stories like that, that you know things that that, that sort of literature had had uh you know inspired in me and uh so i called the record a southern gothic and when we decided we had to change the name of the band um we you know we all made lists and, you know we we went through three thousand band names and, <laughs> and uh you know and so you know we ended up picking the one that that uh that nobody liked you know everybody was unhappy with so that's how we got and so for a long time we were called connor christian and southern gothic um, and then, uh, you know, that name is a little, uh, you know, it was a lot, it was pretty cumbersome. Right. Right. Um, and, and, uh, so then it was, you know, the question of, do, you know, okay, so we just be Connor Christian or should we be the Southern Gothic or, you know, what should we do here? Um, and, um, a lot of people just based on my last name, a lot of people, um, would try to like book us for church shows and stuff and we're like oh no no, no you don't you don't want us <laughs> I, I, I promise you that won't go well uh so uh you know we decided to go with the southern gothic go with the, the back half and it still confuses a lot of people they're still like wait what so you, are you like southern are you like Marilyn manson with cowboy ass like no, no but i think like you that. found a really good you 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 have a really good like alt mix with country so you, you you're yeah, finding your it, own vibe man for sure, we call it the alternative. See, there you go. And you've yep. opened for some really fantastic people. Uh, wow, Guns N' Roses, uh, just crazy. Willie Nelson. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry, Wilson. Uh, Willie Nelson, ZZ Top. 
Uncle yeah, Cracker? No Guns N Roses. I, w I wish I could say that was true. The, the rest of them were all true, but No Guns N Roses. Sorry. Somebody put that in my. In my there's somebody put that in my bio. They're trying to trying to puff me up, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they they gotta they gotta let me know that I'm supposed to lie about it. But no, uh, but all the rest, you know, ZZ Top, Uncle Cracker, um, you know, Willie Nelson, Tim McGraw. Heart. Um, you know, wow. Heart, man, that was a. Uh, um, I uh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, was a big fan of Heart growing up, especially that uh, that big '80s record. You know, I was a kid when that came out, and that that record stayed with me. With you know, with What About Love and uh, These Dreams. Oh yeah, and all. Like, sure. That whole record, man. That record, I was nonstop for five years in my room. So that was a big moment for me. Okay, that's and, uh, a little bit too much information, Connor. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> I I was eight. I was eight. I don't know what's going on in your house. <laughs> I take the fifth. So there you go. Two hundred shows a year. You were averaging, and and yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy. We were, we were doing it. Yeah, that was definitely a uh, you know that was a five year span where we did eleven hundred shows. Wow. And it was yeah, it was it was crazy, and it was you know it was beautiful, and it was gross, and it was all those things, you know, just. Uh, you know, um, and uh, you know, that's could, stamina, you know, man. I mean, seriously, that's yeah, that's really yeah, getting and, it out there and living that dream for sure. Yeah, and you know, most of those shows, you know, some of those shows obviously were the opening act where you come out and you get forty minutes if you're lucky. But uh, most of those shows were, you know, three hour long, like full Bruce Springsteen sets. Hell yeah, um, yeah, man. Like we, that's how we, that's how we built our following. Our reputation was was through the live show and getting out there and and you know just leaving it on the stage every night where people you know where people they can't even they can't even uh, you know clap enough for the encore because they're so worn out from the show. That's that's what we're uh, that's what we're aiming for, you know. And you were you were uh, kind of a nomad. I, I want to say nomad, not that you didn't have family, but you you moved quite a bit when you were a kid. You were in. Korea and or Indonesia, Korea, Belgium. How do you yeah, think that that affected your music, Connor? You know, I would think the biggest thing that it, it affected was that I. Um, well, there's two things. I'll say that. But the first thing is, is, especially when you listen to modern country, it's like a lot of the lyrics are about. They're your hometown, and I grew up here, and I remember that stump over there, right there, <laughs> right, right there's the, the church where. You write a you song know? now when I remember that stump over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but that's that's pretty much the vibe of modern country music, and I can't relate, you know, because I, right. I grew up in all these weird places. I, you know, I grew up. You know, with my dad having to show his civilian ID to get on the army base in Seoul, Korea, you know, so we could go to the, you know, PX and buy Lucky Charms once a month. You know, that was, you know, it's like, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe we get American cereal this week. You know, it's a, it was a big deal. So, you know, so I didn't, I don't have that, like, that hometown thing that I think a lot of, uh, you know, that a lot of both country artists and country fans have, um, which has both, you know, served to make me, like, different than a lot of people and you know unique in that way um you know it's some people maybe a breath of fresh air but then to a lot of people i think they hear what i'm saying about and they're like wait what <laughs> they're like, you went you went where something different you know, is, yeah yeah, well, yeah. I, I, so you know 
I tell you, brother, I mean, I was, I was raised in a very, very country family. I myself went on to be a bit of a metalhead. And it wasn't until the latter years where I reconnected to my country roots. And I got to tell you, man, lyrically, you know, you didn't miss a step, brother. You definitely got the country vibe going. I feel everything about you being country true. Thanks, man. You know, I, you know, I, I try not to be one thing or another. I just try to try to uh, write songs that sound true to me, that ring true, and uh, you know, I, I think if they, if they, to me, they're going to feel right to somebody. And else. that's what so country that, music's supposed to be about, you know, keeping it real. Yeah, right, you know, for sure. Telling real stories. All right, so the next song our listeners are going to hear is classic. Um, do you want to set that up for our listeners? Yeah, so my story about classic is this. So this was uh, uh, this was the second song I ever wrote. Uh, this guy, Mason Thornley, I wrote this, he and I wrote this song together. And, um, and he and I have you know, since written you know, dozens, maybe a hundred songs together. We, you know, we, we've worked together a lot. But this is right when Mason moved to town. I, I hadn't been, been here in Nashville but about a year. And, you know, transitioning from a all the time on the road artist to, you know, a songwriter writing songs for other other people. Um, we were writing together and a publisher came to me and he says, okay, well, um, you know, here's who, who's looking for songs this week. And so, you know, you try to write to that list. It's like, what, what you know, makes sense? And one of the things on the list was um, Tim and Faith and they're making a duets record and they're looking for a duet. And so we initially wrote Classic as a duet trying to pitch it to them. Well, sure enough, 10 days later, Dan calls me in his office. He's like, you'll never believe it. Tim and Faith put your song on hold. Oh, wow. So I Tim and Faith's record. It's going to be a hit. You know, like maybe it'll be the title <laughs> track. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be all this stuff. Well, the duets record never actually came together, and they didn't do it. Oh, so man. even though... Yeah, so even though they put the song on hold, I told everybody it was coming out. And so, of you course know, made you myself did. Look, look like it. Like, what? I've learned my lesson. I've had a, you know, I've had more than said a word about it until that song, you know, came out on the artist's, yep. uh, you know, iTunes page. And I was like, oh, when he starts posting coming out on Friday, then maybe I'll I'll repost the, the thing. But anyway, it was a it was my first Nashville lesson. You know, keep your mouth shut. Don't, you know, whatever you're gonna have to, have to make yourself look like a liar. Stuff happens. So, All right, yeah, well, listen. But, but, you know, that, yeah, go ahead. We're gonna take a break and let our listeners hear this great song classic by the Southern Gothic, and we'll be right back with Connor. Like the shine on a red Coca-Cola can On a hot summer day Like you always do Rocking Converse shoes and Ray-Ban shade That little black dress takes my breath Over and over again Yeah, I still gotta have it Baby, that's classic And we know Always be the story they write about. Years go by, a love like ours is never going out of style. Trends come and go, but everybody knows. 
that's classy You and me, we're classy Some beat off of their new phones Your 95 cool rockin' Garth Brooks tunes on the radio We're still hanging on to that stick shift truck On in the night just like it's automatic Baby, that's classic We know Southern Gothic, and we are all still on the line with Connor Christian. So, Connor, tell me, man, now that yes, now that things are starting to lift up and the restrictions are starting to peel back just a little bit, what are you guys looking like for the touring this year? Yeah, buddy, I'm getting my I'm getting my first shot tomorrow. Um, so, uh, you know that that's that's why uh, you know I, I, all eyes are toward getting out on the road uh, toward the end of the summer. You know, we've uh, we've been having some conversations. Coming to the Just, East Coast? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope so. You know, uh, we did New York. Uh, that was one of the last gigs we got to do before everything shut down. I want to say it was like February 7th or something of last of 2020. And then we didn't play again until February 4th of this year. Wow. I think we did we did New York, D.C., Greensboro, North Carolina. And that was the end of the tour uh, on, on February 9th. And then... Uh, and then we were supposed to go back out in May, and Burning Moonlight was coming out then. So, anyway, we're going to do sort of a belated uh, Burning Moonlight, um, you know, tour. Uh, it, it may not hit as many cities as we normally would, but 
Um, you know, classics started getting picked up on uh, some of the bigger stations in the UK and Europe, and so we're definitely looking toward uh, you know some European gigs in the in the fall or you know early part of the winter. Um, and uh, you know, we're gonna just get out anywhere that it makes sense. You know, anywhere that they'll uh, you know that they'll bring us. Well, listen, Connor, I want to thank you for being a part of our show, coming on here, and um, everybody, get out there, get burning moonlight. Uh, we're going to finish with your song, Past Midnight. Is there anything you would like to say about that? Um, there's a very cool video for this and an acoustic version on our YouTube yes, page. Yes, there so is. check that out, too. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I, I love I love that acoustic version. That's, uh, that's one of my favorite things, uh, little side things that we did from this record. So, anyway, hope you, uh, hope you guys all out there like it. Thank you guys uh, for having me on the balcony. That's right. <laughs> you know it. When you're up out, out in the East Coast, you got to uh, hit us up and let us know you're going to be out so that we can come see you play. But um, in the Sounds meantime, like everybody get out there. Again, Burning Moonlight, you're going to want it. The whole album is absolutely phenomenal, and I expect nothing but huge things from you, Connor Christian. Thank you so much. So you take care and be well, man. All right, y'all, too. It's good talking. All Cheers, right. brother. Bye-bye. All right, bye. The clock keeps ticking. We keep talking. Don't know where this is heading. But I know one thing. You could be home right now. You could have checked out. Went back to your couch. You could be winding down. Instead of losing sleep It's a little past midnight Must be something going alright You're still sitting by my side Burning moonlight We keep this thing going on and on Your lips fit real good against my lips It's like we're on our own island I could spend my whole life Loving you past midnight Still ticking and drinks still pouring. It's getting later and later and later, but we just ignore it. You could be home right now. You could have checked out, went back to your couch. You could be winding down instead of losing sleep. It's a little past midnight. Must be something going alright. You're still sitting by my side, burning moonlight. We keep this thing going on and on. Your lips. Fit real good against my lips It's like we're on our own island I could spend my whole life Loving you past midnight If this was nothing We wouldn't still be here No, we wouldn't still be here It's a little past midnight must be something going all right You're still sitting by my side Burning moonlight We keep this thing going on and on Your lips fit real good against my lips It's like we're on our own island I could spend my whole life Loving you past midnight
Hey guys, important topic today. Uh, it's called music metadata. And uh, I don't want to lose anybody. I'm going to try not to get too technical, but I think over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be discussing different aspects of music metadata and what that means to you as an artist. Um, essentially, if a song file itself is the data, meaning the metadata is the song title or the artist's name or the track length or the genre, that's very important, especially when you are setting up your songs on like distribution sites like DistroKid and um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But Spotify. Spotify, on your website, on YouTube. Apple, anywhere you send yeah. that song. Yep. So in the context of music, it's, it's the information that's embedded into an audio file and it's used to identify the content. So if, if you have a song and you're uploading all that, and this is the painful part, it really is, especially for artists that are DIY and, and you're indie and you don't have a team helping you out. But um, just simply stating music metadata can actually enhance playlist inclusion or um, getting discovered on not just Spotify, but other platforms because it helps to classify and deliver your songs to um, like fan-based uh, identifiers. And it can actually start a little fire first song or your album or you know whatever you have going on that can turn into something you know like uh, that could turn into a bigger deal and that metadata is going to be impactful so for the next couple of weeks I'm going to take different aspects of metadata and just go into a little bit more detail um describing you know distribution and talking about how to maximize earnings because that also plays a part in the potential of making money as long as that metadata is correct. And again, it's a chore and it kind of stinks, but it, it has to be on your, it's got to be on your radar because it is super important and you don't really hear any information about it. You don't hear anybody really talking about it. So we'll be covering that um, this week. And of course, uh, I don't know, I might dedicate like the next four weeks to music metadata because there are so many aspects to it. Well, not only that, but there's, I can't even tell you the number of songs that I've come across that weren't properly tagged, which yeah. means that they're not going to get paid and, and all yes. the things that oh, you absolutely. mentioned. So you're right. It is a huge topic. And uh, so cool topic. Thanks, yeah. Bo. You're welcome. I'd like to remind you that The Balcony Show is proudly produced by Rock Hard Studios in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. So check them out at rockhardstudios.com for all your musical production needs. On today's Mad Cats Mad Tracks, we have Girl with a Guitar Case by the Cumberland River Project. So sit down, give it a listen, and here we go. Growing up in a small town can be tough for girly teens. Starts writing songs and is a karaoke queen Heading down to Nashville for mom inside going to war But her dad spends a monthly salary for a nice Martin guitar Her head's filled up with fresh tunes, music's running through her veins 
Welcome back to the Balcony Show. Coming up next, we've got Words and Alibis by a very special past guest, a recent guest, Dustin Chapman. So check it out. Oh, it wasn't the same old moves, the ones that always kill you He throws them down in a corner booth round the block So he can't hear you sing your worries And beg for mercy from someone who ain't even there Neon lights and rendezvous When he's gone, he eyes the words I do So you let Rob sing your blues And you wonder what you can do To make him care Knowing just ain't fair That you choose to be lonely When he's gone tonight Just a little while to sweep in And all the reason To finally believe in His words and alibis Deep cut country song Makes you feel like You should just hold on to Those memories on your wall That replace time You walk your home and it that he just don't care That you choose to be lonely When he's gone tonight You keep hoping 
was Words and Alibis by Dustin Chapman, who was just recently on American Idol, but never made it to TV. But he did make it to Hollywood and the auditions and stuff. So next year, hopefully he'll he'll go all the way. Um, we've come to the end of another great show. Connor from Connor Christian from Southern Gothic. Wow. Uh, I can't wait to see where this guy is in about another five, ten years because he's he's setting a ha- hard pace, man. Yeah, and he's really good, really good. Lyrical content, I mean, he's, he's about as country as you're going to get. But you yet know? there's an alt kind of, yeah, no, he's doing his own thing, and I, lo- I dig it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, and he's, it's really, it was nice to hear that. And it just goes to show you, you know, an indie artist because he technically kind of is a DIY and, you know, he doesn't have... You know, a fancy schmancy big label behind him or whatever, but he certainly has a lot of very cool, successful things under his belt. But the number of shows they that he mentioned that they did, what, last year, the year before? I mean, that's like yeah. a, a well-known touring band, 200 shows in a year or however long. Yeah. I mean, that's that's very impressive, and it is doable for an indie artist without well, a doubt. It shows his commitment, and I, yes. I think that's, you know... One thing about indie, and the hardest thing about indie, and I will say, those that are making it or making some strides, yep. they are hardworking. They are out there. They are getting it done. Yeah, they're you know hustling. I mean? yep. You have to hustle. You have to be on that game you, every day. Yeah, it's you can't throw a song out there and then not do anything for months on no, end. No, it, every, it, every, yeah. every overnight sensation is a journey a thousand miles in the making. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? It's... You know, anybody who believes the stuff like, you know, Jack Nicholson was a hot dog seller or whatever, a hot dog vendor, and then the next day he got this movie. No. No, no, no. no. It's These guys have been out there. They pound They're the paying payment. their dues. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that's important, you yeah. know, because now you, you, it's incumbent upon you to build your audience first. Yeah. And you have to create a big... Um, Stir and another, so and, and another, you know, a quality shout out to all the indie artists because during the whole shamdemic, the major artists kind of went away, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, there was only a, a very small handful that was out there like doing stuff. Garth Brooks, I'll, I'll, name, I'll name drop him. The stuff he was doing with his live streams and his wife Trisha were amazing, 
But by and large, they weren't putting out any new music. They right. weren't doing anything. And all the indie artists have been out there still releasing their music, releasing their content, getting it out there and just putting it out in the world when everybody else kind of sandbagged. So true. And you know what? What a, And I just have to add to, you know, all the artists that may be and, – and this is by no way, shape, or form. You know, we're not, like, trashing on, you know, the bigger names or whatever. But you just realize what it – like, they really are tied – and married to those huge corporations, those like gargantuan corps, you yeah. know, where the indie artists aren't, and they're they're hustling, they're just they're paving their own way, and the other artists they're not. They kind of have to wait for that corporation to tell them, you know, do this but don't do that, and go here and yep. You know, uh, there's a huge there's lessons to be you know to learn. Well, if to there's be one thing that we this. prove here on the balcony show is that there's a lot of really great music out yes. there. That's not getting absolutely heard, or wasn't getting heard until platforms. And and I think yeah. we, even though we're we're one of one of several, you know what I mean. But we're still on on the forefront of getting indie artists heard, and and I'm proud to be a part of that. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. And I I would stand indie music against some of the best of the best. I really would toe oh, to toe. There's absolutely. Incredible, phenomenal, phenomenal talent out there that just is is yet to be discovered, you know. And hopefully, we play even a small part in maybe introducing, you know, somebody to a, a song that they're going to love or a band right. that they're going to want to yeah. follow, you know, from this day on. And right. so, yeah, agreed. Very proud to be a part of that. So, with that, um, I'd I'd like to remind everybody: please go follow us on Facebook. Instagram, it's The Balcony Show Rocks, and uh, Balcony Show on Twitter, please uh, check out our website, it's going to be up, and uh, we got a brand new brand new look, a brand new do on our website. Brand new do for a brand, brand new, new do. So we're going to end things tonight with a brand new song, it's all new tonight, from Josh Gallagher, who was on The Voice. Yes. And he's got a new song called Bright Side. So with that... And go Josh, because you check out his Facebook. That dude is hustling every day. That's what's up. He's a yes. great guy. Yeah. He's just a great guy, too. You yeah. know. So congratulations, Josh and Adam and Dustin on all your new singles. It, it's our privilege to uh, put them out there for you. So with that, Bright Side by Josh Gallagher. Take a listen, and we're out of here. Good night, everybody, from The Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. Good night, guys. Like a minor mountain deep Needs a way out And a ship lost at sea Needs a lighthouse A beacon that leads it Safe through the waves and the danger Every soul in this cold, lonely world Needs a savior Like a
and that's what's up.